the sound isn't working in the chat on DLive. Um, I don't really pay attention to the, the chat stuff, but I will be answering questions at the end. So shoot me the chat, shoot me the chat room stuff and I'll, uh, I'll answer it in time. If there's background noise, um, I'm in my church. I picked the room that's directly above a basketball court. <laughs> and I didn't really plan on the uh, kids playing basketball underneath. There's probably gonna be slamming and bouncing and stuff on the wood floor underneath me. Um, the basketball hoop like hangs from the ceiling. So anytime it hits, like I'm like, I'm feeling like vibrations. I don't know if you can hear that, but uh, it might, might be annoying on your part if it picks up the sound. But the whole point of this episode is to fear not and to have no anger and live life free of anger and just full of love and full of hope and optimism because that's what we need and that's clearly what Satan doesn't want us to have. Um, it's becoming very apparent and obvious to me. <laughs> I think anyone else out there living a good, healthy life, um, rejecting sin and material pleasures and just living a, a life of death and despair um, can't see it. They're letting the news and the politicians um, lead them to do stupid, harmful things. And I'm going to talk about that today. Uh, a little bit of conspiracies, a little bit of politics, and a whole lot of faith and a whole lot of optimism and hope and love. So, um, yeah, I think this is going to be like a 40, 50-minute stream. Um, thank you for tuning in. I see um, a couple bears here already. John Skadova, thanks for the wave. Ascension Bear, thanks for being here. Bruins Bear in the D Live chat. Thanks for being here, man. I appreciate all you guys. I appreciate all the new followers and support I've been getting. You guys are awesome. Um, spreading the message, spreading the love. Um, love the encouraging words and optimism you guys have. Thank you, Luminary, for showing up. Thank you, John. Appreciate you being here. Um, and yeah, it's been nice. It's been <laughs> it's good to know I'm not just crazy. <laughs> People like what I have to say and have been learning from what I have to say. And I have some new pen pal relationships out there and people have been sending me artwork that I'm going to be hanging up in my house. And uh, I got some candles. So the last live stream or a couple live streams ago, I asked for some candles and uh, you guys came through some pretty clutch candles, pretty crazy. Like, um, I don't know what they're called, but those tall skinny candles that have like images of like saints and stuff on them. Someone sent me two of those and um, no explanation, just two. <laughs> too crazy like um i think they're like prayer candles you light and you like leave them lit until they burn all the way down but um yeah i'll show you there at my house the so next live stream at my house uh, i do i will um show you guys and try to explain what they mean i guess um or what they might be but they're pretty awesome they're pretty cool so i thank you to those people d who sent me the candles um luke um online my new pen pal friend and um jeff my other pen pal friend jeffrey um yeah, and if you guys want to get in contact with me, you can write me handwritten letters or you can send me things in the mail. I have a P.O. box here in Nashville. You can send it to this address. My name is S-E-A-N-C-O-R-Y. That's Sean Corey. And the P.O. box is P.O. box 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, area code 37201. And... Um, yeah, any art, any books, any questions, any letters you want me to read on my stream, I can do that in the future. Um, yeah, so just hit me up there. Um, you can also hit my DMs on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm now on Discord. You can follow my Discord chat feed. Um, that's Sean D. Planet there. And Telegram, I think that's right. The app, Telegram app. I'm new to this stuff. I'm kind of boomer tech with some of this stuff. Um, so... 
Oh no, I got disconnected somehow. Let me figure this out. I got disconnected from DLive. But uh, thanks, Berserker Bear. Shout out to you for the uh, for the lemon, the four lemons. That's dope. I still don't really know what lemons are. Um, looks like I'm back connected. Okay, looks like I'm back connected here. Thank you, Berserker Bear, for the lemons. I appreciate it. I don't really know what they are yet. Um, I know it's money, but I don't really know how much money. But thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, you can follow all my stuff, all my streams. Um, I'm here on DLive, streaming live. I'm doing this Instagram thing. I might not do it all the time. So uh, if you want to catch me live in the future, make sure to follow my DLive.tv uh, slash Sean V Planet channel. And um, stream replays, all, the, all these replays are going to be on my BitChute channel. It's BitChute.com slash Sean V Planet. And um, my YouTube channel, which is Shadowband. So you have to really like go out of your way to search it and make sure you're typing everything incorrectly. Because those fucking Satanists at Google don't like this. <laughs> they don't like a young man being hopeful and optimistic and um, trying to encourage people to cut the fear out of their lives and not despair over bullshit. Uh, yeah, they really don't like that. So they've been trying to grapple me lately and uh, silence me. But yeah, it's all right. It's just a shadow ban. It's not a permanent ban. No, no real warnings or anything. But um, yeah, you're going to have to search for me there on my YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, bitshoot.com slash Planet. That's kind of where I like to focus my time and energy. Um, thank you, Joe. Thanks to Joe for turning, tuning in. I appreciate that. Berserker Bear, Bruins Bear, Luminary, thank you for the shout out. John Skadova, thank you for the shout out. Ascension Bear, and uh, yeah, thanks guys. God bless you too, Luminary. Um, I have a little lesson plan I want to talk about here, some topics I want to cover and talk about. Um, send me questions and topics you want in the chat. I'll answer anything at the end. Um, but yeah, a little update. Um, I am in Nashville. In Nashville on Monday night, Tuesday morning, got hit with some pretty wicked tornadoes. Um, I wasn't affected at all. I was probably a couple miles south of the tornado area. Didn't even have trees fall or anything in the area. So um I wasn't affected, but uh, my church, I, have a, I belong to like a new church called Brentwood Baptist Church. That's where I'm at right now. It has a big mega church, big main campus with a lot of different smaller campuses around town. And one of their campuses got hit pretty hard and um, did some volunteer like cleanup with them. Um, I kind of got in the way, so I, kinda, I was going to like help all day yesterday uh, before work, but they kind of were like doing things like they had like chainsaws and like, cutting trees down and stuff. And it was just confusing. There's a lot of clutter and debris and like um, there's a lot of people going to help with like a lot of big trucks and stuff. And I just kind of was in the way, like even just parking, like even just getting to the area or parking it um, just, yeah, it was weird. I was like trying to go help and uh, I almost got in the way, but intentions were pure. <laughs> intentions were pure and I helped for a couple hours. I basically just talked and prayed for, with people, but it was beautiful. And I'm going to go back later and do some more cleanup um, when things kind of, in a, in a few weeks, when things calm down and things kind of clear out and the priority, the emergency level isn't high and tensions are high. And I can get to just doing like trash cleanup and, you know, tree clean, pickup, stuff like that. Um, the stuff I can actually help out with. <laughs> I'm not like a man who can wield chainsaws around and uh, cut debris and build like you know, your giant construction crews, like rebuilding houses and stuff like that. Uh, I can't really help with any of that. Um, Joe, thank you for, sh for coming up. Um, it's not my last name, bro. I'm just always fighting against the planet. Uh, this place uh, hates me, apparently. People in this place hate me. This realm, this flat plane that we existence that we live on in this realm, they uh, don't like me very much. So I'm always constantly fighting everyone, it seems like. 
um, except for you guys. I appreciate you guys helping me out and encouraging me. And um, yeah, I did an awesome interview for all the bears out there familiar with Coddington, Owen Benjamin, the guy who runs Owen Benjamin's social media accounts, good friend, loyal bear for years. Um, I interviewed him. Um, you can check out my interview with him on uh, my podcast channels, my audio only podcast channels. And then um, on uh, my BitChute channel, my YouTube channel, you can see like video. I made the little slideshows for that. Um, Really good interview. We talked about a lot of cool, interesting topics. And then my last live stream was with my um, old college roommate and good friend, um, Kevin Arthur. And we got into some really, really deep political discussions and conspiracy talk. So be sure to go check out that. Those are really good. I'm going to have a lot of interviews coming up in the next few months. Um, I'm just kind of busy right now in my life and church and stuff going on. So I'm going to have less interviews and try to focus a little more on writing blogs and doing these live streams. But um Overall, my life's so good right now. Um, I almost feel jealous because my life is so great and I'm so happy and I'm just so full of love all the time. And everyone else seems not to be. <laughs> everyone else is so scared and angry and dealing with life problems. And so I kind of just feel jealous and I'm just praying for everyone else that's not me. And yeah, just kind of learning a lot about the Bible, doing a lot of Bible study and worship with friends and people at this church. Um, again, Brentwood Baptist Church, shout out. This place is awesome. Um, couldn't be more happy that God led me here. It's been such a blessing. I mean, every day I work here, I worship here, I go to Bible study groups here, I go to services here. Everything is just so awesome about this place. And the energy is amazing. And every time I walk in the door, it just feels like home. So it's awesome being home, <laughs> finally being home somewhere. And um, yeah, again, thanks for the candles. Thank you again for sending me the candles, D. Uh, he didn't want his name said, but uh, I appreciate it. They were kind of crazy crazy cool in appearance i don't really know what the meaning is behind them but they're like these religious looking prayer candles and uh i'll show you them again when i'm back in my home doing my next live stream and yeah also i'm getting to bed soon i've been sleeping on my floor i'm trying to just humble myself every night and just be appreciative of like being alive and giving a chance to have another day and have the day that i was given and not be too comfortable <laughs> be a little bit on edge and be a little uncomfortable but um, it's about time that I just stop sleeping in a sleeping bag on my carpeted floor and get in an actual bed like an adult human being should have. So I had ordered one in the mail and that's coming. So that's a big life change. And um, yeah, that's about all the updates. Um, as always, faith, loyalty, and hope. Um, those are the pillars that I believe you should build your life around. I truly focus on just doing and concentrating my energy on those three things every day, all day, every day. And my life has gotten so much better. Um, I rec can't recommend enough. Just first and foremost, keep the faith and also just be loyal, fulfill your contracts, um, keep your promises, make your yes mean yes and your no mean no at all times and just be hopeful. And that's kind of the point of this whole stream is uh, we're as a society and my friends and my family and everyone just seems to be so full of like anger and fear and rage and just general despair and I can't advocate enough for just being hopeful, being hopeful and optimistic and knowing and trusting that your future is good and bright and it will lead you to just happiness and it will lead you to good places. So again, faith, loyalty, hope. You'll see that on all my social media stuff and everything. Um, and it's not just bullshit words. It's truly something I think you should live, start living your life by. Um, real quick before I start my little um, prepared thing here. Um, Thanks, Joe, Joe Gagan, Goggin, Gagan, Gagan. Um, 
Thank you for the shout out. I love that. My Libby left brother lives in Nashville. Yeah, Nashville is pretty left, but everywhere around Nashville is very red. So uh, it's kind of a nice blend. It kind of everyone kind of keeps each other in check. It's not too crazy um, polarizing politically. Um, thank you, Mr. Promel. Shout out Josh, my homeboy, my uh, old school, uh, middle school and high school. One of my best friends. Um, shout out to you. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate the love and the support. And uh, yeah, just thanks. Thank everyone for tuning in now or later, um, whether you're watching this as a replay or whether you're here with me live in the chat room. If you are here live, just send me questions. I'll get to them at the end. I see DLive keeps going like out and in, out and in. So I, I'm sorry, DLive, that that's happening. Um, but I'm also here on Instagram on my phone. So um, yeah, just either way, shout me, send me lemons, I guess. <laughs> I, hate I don't want to beg for money. I don't really need your money, guys. I don't need money. I'm not doing this for money. So um, if you want, send me the fake lemon money. And uh, <laughs> but more importantly, just, I guess, um, just interact and chat and uh, take what I have to say here. And if I'm wrong, correct me. Don't be afraid to correct me or have an alternative opinion than mine. Um, I'm probably not right. I speak the truth as I know it, as I see it. I might, might be wrong, though. I would love to be corrected so that I can actually know and understand what is true out there in the world. Um, and yeah, any questions you want me to talk about topics you want me to talk about after I talk about what I was here to kind of originally talk about, I'm doing a lot of talking. Yeah. I guess that's the point of a live stream, but yeah, I'm doing a lot of talking here. But let's get into it because everyone here who's familiar with my podcasts, um, throughout the last year, I've had a running beef with China. <laughs> I just always hate China, 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 China. They're always just evil doing weird things. They're always like eating weird foods, like just eating live shit that shouldn't be eaten and um, just doing things. They're always an impressive government and just up to no good in the world, it seems. Um, yeah, just kind of crazy and wild and weird. And it's kind of been a funny joke, but also kind of weird when the, you know, the Hong, they're cracking down on Hong Kong protesters and all that kind of stuff. And now apparently they've plagued the world with a uh, super virus. And uh, so again, as always, fuck China. <laughs> Hear that China? Hear that China? Fuck you. Um, yeah, they've infected the world with the Kung flu and it's making everyone wild and crazy and just full of fear and rage and anger. And yeah, I mean, this virus, the quarantines, the economic pause, all of this seems to be very convenient timing during trade war negotiations, um, during the protests in Hong Kong, and just, you know, obviously China has been going through like societal changes, and they've been like really invading people's privacy and being very like authoritarian to their people. And all that seems to be kind of stopping, you know, conveniently. You uh, make the population a little bit scared and they'll start to accept um, the government literally putting locks on doors and keeping people inside or literally dragging people out of their houses and taking them away. Um, everyone kind of puts up with it because they now trust their government to keep them safe. And it just seems like very convenient timing. It really does. It, um, I don't trust it. I don't trust you, China. You hear, hear that? Hear that? All these Chinese screens, all these uh, Chinese tech companies. I don't hear you. I don't trust you guys. And uh, yeah, it seemed like convenient timing for a crackdown and an end to all the protests that were happening in Hong Kong and other places in China. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm on to you. I'm on to you, China. And um, 
It's also a little bit weird that I don't know if you guys have heard or seen the stories that a lot of CEOs from major companies have been stepping down lately. Um, a lot of CEOs stepped down from their position or retired entirely and pulled out of the stock market. They, you know, sold a lot of the stock they had invested in the, in the market in the last year and also in the last few months, um, conveniently before a big stock market collapse, quote unquote collapse. Um, but after, you know, record number drops, record level drops in stock values, um, seems a little weird and convenient that the CEOs have, uh, you know, stepped down from that before all the, before the bloodbath, you know, it almost seems like they might know what's happening. They might have a little idea of what was happening before it happened. You know, what's happening right now was going to happen before it even happened. So in total, 1,800 CEOs resigned from their position in the last year alone. And this included a lot of top ranking CEOs. And a lot of this is unprecedented. I mean, CEOs step down and things change in companies all the time. But the total amount and the, the idea of like uh, the total volume and also the quantity. No, let me rephrase that. I'm an idiot. The quantity is a little outrageous. The amount, the volume is a little outrageous in comparison to like previous um, just years and business cycles, but also the quality. So some of these high ranking CEOs might have known what was up or what was about to come. CEOs of Disney, Salesforce, Tinder, Hulu, Victoria's Secret, Bath and Body Works, Harley Davidson, IBM, T-Mobile, LinkedIn, MasterCard, MGM Resorts, Bayer, Nokia, maybe JP Morgan, I think that was a question mark. Morgan Stanley and Telecom, among many others, have all stepped down in the past few months. Um, seems like a convenient time, seems almost planned or organized. And uh, yeah, just a little suspicious that all these people are stepping down from their posts right as the market collapses. Um, maybe it's to like protect their resumes. Uh, maybe they're just cashing out now before they actually take personal losses. And um, this similar situation, not the, to the same extent as it's happening right now, but a similar, similar situation occurred in early 2008, about the same time in 2008, and we all know what happened then, the uh, last economic collapse. It, um, you know, it just seems a little weird. Seems like maybe maybe the ruling class, when they have a, a big planned economic collapse coming, they um, they know when to tell the right people to pull out. You know, just a little bit before. And uh, it could also just be trade wars stuff. People not wanting to be in the muddy waters that are coming or happening right now, kind of behind the scenes in the U.S.-China trade wars and just vying for power in the international trade market, um, the resource controlling markets of the world that are so big and complex that people like us don't really know about. Obviously, the media doesn't tell us about it. Politicians aren't honest about it. Um, you kind of have to speculate and guess and listen to conspiracy videos on YouTube. But it seems like there is a trade war happening behind the scenes. And um, a lot of this is fishy, to say the least. China, you know, stopping a lot of trade and quarantining people and hindering a lot of economic trade and prosperity and literally collapsing entire economies and, you know, decimating entire companies right now um, seems to be maybe opening shots or continuing shots of a, of a trade war that we're not really being told about. But it also could just be the ruling class cashing out or just going into hiding, um, getting out before the fire heats up, you know, feeling the temperature rising and getting out of the furnace before it gets too hot. But all that being said, I think fear is the virus. 
Owen Benjamin has said that in the last week. I really just truly believe it. Um, we're not really being faced with any sort of real pandemic or plague or virus. It's all in our minds. It's all being pushed and peddled on us, and it's all to just control us. I think there is economic turmoil, turmoil happening. There's threats of war. There's plague narratives. All this stuff is being peddled and pushed on us right now. Um, they want us to be scared. They is the ruling class that is like the ruling class needs us to be their subjects. They need us to be constantly living in fear, afraid of threats, um, the threats that either they create or they control. They don't really need us or want us to be scared of unknown threats. Um, the they, the ruling class, needs the ruled class to be controllable, docile, gullible, compliant, angry, confused, and full of despair. The rulers need us to choose our own destruction. There are many ways, or there are, many, there are too many of us and too few of them for us to be ruined. They need us to beg for our own deaths. They need us to choose sin. They need us to choose our own destruction. And it's simple when you see it. It's simple when you know, when you know and have a relationship with God and you live a hopeful, optimistic life. You can see that they push this kind of anger and frust frustration upon us to make us beg for solutions. Um, they need us to kill our own babies. They need us to beg for our own deaths. They need to keep us confused and relying on selfish reasoning and selfish motives. They need us to poison our own minds and they need us to choose poisoning our own bodies with their drugs and their porn. They are manufacturing fear campaigns. It's obvious to anyone paying half a bit of attention. And the evil propaganda they push makes us choose our own destruction. And we would resist it if we were, if it was brought to our bodies or our doorsteps. But the rulers create the problem, they project the reactions, and they manufacture the solutions. Um, this fake virus scare is designed to make us feel threatened by invisible boogeymen. And they need us to beg for or even fight each other over their products and their vaccines that make us feel safe and secure. They need us to kill ourselves they can't do it they can't do it we're the ones with the guns we're the ones in our homes with the guns we're the ones in the police force with the guns we're the ones in the armies with the guns they can't pull the trigger they need us to pull the trigger on ourselves and on our neighbors they need us to beg for their cures they create these problems they push the problems they make us scared they keep us ignorant and confused and angry and full of fear and they need us to view each other as villains and each other as threats, not them. The rulers need the ruled to fight amongst themselves, divide and conquer. And they provide the solutions. It's always convenient how they push these narratives of fear and despair and anger, and they push for bloodshed, and they make it so that the only solution is theirs. You know, <laughs> oh, do we now have a solution to your problems. How convenient, just weeks after the problem was started. Um, even if it was real or not, a real problem that they control or a fake problem that they manufacture. They make us beg for the solution, and it's always their solution. It's designed and it's planned from the beginning. And I think the CEO stepping down might have known about this. Uh, it just seems a little weird and suspicious. But in general, there is no fear in love. This is said 365 times in the Bible. We're told not to fear. Um, that... We're told not to fear. Sorry, everything keeps cutting out. So sorry, guys. I know this is probably going in and out, but I'm recording this all 
separately. So if you miss anything here as it's going live um, on DLive or on Instagram, this will be on my BitChute channel, my YouTube channel later. So you can tune into that and see the whole thing in its full entirety. But 365 times in the Bible, we're told not to fear. That to me seems important. I don't know about you. It seems very important that God wants us not to be scared. He doesn't want us to hold back our passions and our insights and our desire for finding his love and finding his grace and doing what he wants us to do. Isaiah 35, 4 says, Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance. With divine retribution, he will come to save you. Matthew 10, 28 says, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. It um, seems to be a theme, guys. <laughs> Anyone who believes in the Bible, it seems to be a theme not to be scared. Trust in the Lord. And a good one, one of my favorite verses, is 1 John 4.18. The whole entire premise here being there is no fear in love. If you truly love, if you truly believe and have an, a relationship with God, you should not fear. For God is love. He is wrath, but he is love. He is the source of all love in this universe. And we are created in his image. He is love, and we are love too. And we're here to love him and love each other. And there is no fear in love. If you're living in fear, you're dead. If you're living in fear, you're controlled and manipulated by Satan. It's kind of that simple. I know it's not really, but it is pretty much that simple, guys. 1 John 4.18, though, says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made with perfect love. And so personally, in my life, since I've been born again last November, um, I can clearly see those living in sin. Um, their anger and their fear has become undeniably apparent. Those emotionally overreacting to petty earthly problems or buying the hysteria peddled by Satan and his children are easy to spot. Um, it really is. When you just live a life that's full of hope and love, you can see, uh, hey lefties, <laughs> hey there. When you live a life full of love and just optimism and hope and just good, just living a righteous, good life, you can clearly start to see like the good and evil battle happening um, on the big picture and in the small, the macro and the micro. You can see how angry people get and how fearful people get. And you can start to sympathize with them too, because especially someone like me who lived that life for 28 years, you can see it. It's very black and white. You can see where you were and where you are now and what you have to do to overcome it. Um, you can overcome your death. You can overcome your living death of just being dis full, of dis or full of sin, just full of sin and destructive behaviors by just truly repenting, truly forgiving, truly asking him for help and making a relationship with him. You know, the one above, the big man, the creator, the all loving man. And it sounds crazy. I was in denial of it for so long, but it truly is a righteous, good, blissful thing. And you're just... Once you truly repent, you start to see. When you start to repent for everything you've done, you start to really get like clear eyes to see the world for what it is. And when you start to forgive people, I think it starts with your parents. But when you start to truly forgive your enemies and those who have wronged you and those in the bigger scheme of things that are harming and wronging society, you truly start to just feel the anger and the despair and just the rage drift out of your body. 
It, um, it's undescribable. I mean, I can sit here all day and talk about it and lecture about it or whatever, but when you truly do it, it's this unbelievable feeling of just all the bad leaving your body and all the good coming into you all day, every day, every moment. And yeah, I mean, all those out there that are living in death, lefties, I can see you. I see you out there uh, living in sin, <laughs> writing comments like the rage is dripping out of weird parts of my body. Yeah, I can see you. I can, I can hear your filthy, <laughs> sinful choices and the anger of your voice and the fear of your voice. And I can see it in your actions. Um, all the wrong you choose to do is just stemming from basically having, having and holding and bottling up your fear and your anger and not having any like way to truly release it. And I believe that truly starts with just learning to repent for the wrong you've done and try to seek not to do it again in the future. And I also think that when you forgive people, you start being full, just overcome with love, 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 love. It's wild. You forgive people and you receive love. You forgive others here and God forgives you. You really get the blessings raining down on you from above. So lefties and all the other sinners and degenerate heathen out, heathens out there, uh, stop the drugs and the porn. You got That's kind of where it starts. You got to clear your mind, your physical mind. And after that, you can learn to forgive and repent truly. And after that, you will fear not. You will fear not what you're being called to do over and over and over again in the Bible. If you fear death, you are already dead. You're overcome with sin. Again, if you fear death, you are already dead. You are living in sin, which is death. If you aren't afraid of God alone, you will be terrified of all of Satan's schemes and his tricks. This is obvious to those who truly love and trust in the Lord and his plans. Lefties. <laughs> Lefties. I can see you. I can see you being scared of Satan. And it's because you aren't afraid of God alone. When you truly repent and forgive, you'll see that God is, a, God is the way. He's the truth. He's the light. He's the savior we all need. And when you truly know that, when you truly build this relationship with him, um, it becomes obvious that love is the love and hope and optimism is just truly the right answer. And if you're living in fear of death, you're dead. You're already dead. You're sinful. You're scared of the consequences of your previous actions and you haven't properly repented for them, and you properly haven't learned to forgive others, and you've not been forgiven. Otherwise, you wouldn't be scared of anything other than God. Overall, I'm just going to end before I start asking questions. Uh, thanks, lefties, for being here. Thanks, John Skadova. Um, lefties, real quick, lefty says, I may or may not have woken up next to a gnome. Does God have a rule against sleeping with gnomes, even if they're considered male? Um, Nolan Gnome might be an exception. Nolan Gnome seems to be, have kind of, some kind of like divine spirit to him, um, some otherworldly presence to him. So I don't know about that one. Might be sleeping with an angel. I don't know. Um, overall, though, I want to end by just saying the ruling class is working for Satan. That should be obvious to anyone with eyes to see. Um, they're all working for Satan. The rulers, the top down of the pyramid is just Satan, top down. Everyone works their way up to the evil one at, at the top, controlling and dictating all of us. Everyone in the ruling class is working for Satan, knowingly or not. And those of you following their instructions, obeying their orders, or falling for their lies, are doing nothing but helping the beast. 
Um, these children of Satan are pulling God's children into the darkness with them. They want anyone with the sniffles during cold season to be a threat. They want you scared of your neighbors, coworkers, and family. They want you scared, controllable, feeling helpless, and drawn towards sin. They want you to choose your own destruction. They want, they want you to choose their cures, their vaccines, their solutions to the problems that they create. Um, they want it to seem necessary and rare. They want these vaccines and these poisons to seem necessary to your survival. And they also need it to seem rare. They're going to make it to be expensive. They're going to make the quantities appear to be um, infrequent or um, scarce in general because they want us to basically fight each other over it. They want us to demand putting these chemicals in our body because they can't do it themselves. They want us, they need us to choose our own destruction. They want us to fight each other. They want us divided so that we can be conquered. And Satan wants us to just live angry and fearful instead of choosing the hope and love of our true creator. And again, fear is the virus. Like fear itself is the virus. There is no fear in love. Just remember that. There is no fear in love. If you're living a righteous, loving life, if you're loving yourself, if you're truly confident and loving inside of yourself and towards others, there's no need to be angry or fearful at all, ever. And again, I say it all the time, excuses are of the devil. It really is. If you're making excuses for your actions or for your past behaviors, um, you're just literally worshiping and praying to Satan. And that's going to continually kill you. You're living a deathly life. You're living in sin. You're living in anger. You're living in fear. And you're terrified of death. And when you truly overcome that stuff, and again, it starts with repenting. It starts with repenting and then learning after that to forgive. You'll start to just be happy. You won't need drugs to make yourself happy. You won't need a woman to make yourself happy or a man to, in your bed to make yourself happy or a gnome in your bed, lefties. <laughs> you won't need that in your life. You won't need material pleasures and comforts and temporary lust urges being fulfilled to make yourself temporarily happy. You will just live a good, healthy, happy life when you overcome this stuff. When you overcome what you've done in the past, We've all been there. We've all done evil, bad things. We've all had anger. We've all had fear. And you overcome it by truly repenting, truly digging deep inside yourself, learning what you've done wrong, learning how you can overcome that and never do it again, or at least strive every day not to do it again. And after that, you'll start to really see the path. You'll start to really see things for what they are. You'll start to see the world for what it is. And you'll start to see yourself for who you are. And after that, it, it's going to take time, but you need to learn to forgive. I truly believe it starts with your parents. I think if you're a male, I think you really have to learn to forgive your mother or your father. Um, I, think you, I think it really is, if you're a male, you need to learn how to forgive your mother for what she did to you. And if you're a female, I think it really is, um, you need to learn how to forgive your father for what he did or didn't do to you. Uh, but also both parents, it's important to forgive what they did or didn't do, um, the failures they caused or the harm they caused to you, whether tiny or insignificant, um, subtle or unseen, or extremely destructive and abusive, um, you need to learn to forgive them and move on. And you don't need their love if they're not willing to give it, but it really truly starts with forgiving them. And then after that, learning to forgive your friends, your coworkers, people in society, um, you'll truly, truly, truly start to just feel the anger and the despair and the fear drift out of your body. And God will fill you with his love. 
and it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's been amazing. This happened to me in October, and ever since, it's just been month after month, week after week, day after day of just pure love and pure bliss. And I can't advocate enough that you do this, guys. I'll end before I answer questions. Um, <laughs> thanks, Nolan Gnome, for showing up. <laughs> Thank you, lefties. Thank you, Nolan Gnome. You guys are awesome. You kick ass. Cut the fear and the despair, though. Quit the drugs and the porn. And you, <laughs> but you guys are good people. I love you and I appreciate you. And I hope you all. I wish you're doing good out there in San Diego. Um, thank you, Movement Explore. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for the wave. Uh, I'm sorry this keeps cutting in and out. D Live, I see it on the screen. It keeps cutting in and out. Um, here on Instagram, it keeps cutting in and out. And my D Live live stream feed keeps cutting in and out. Um, overall, though, this is, you can catch the full replay of this if you're interested on my BitChute channel, bitshoot.com slash SeanVPlanet, and my YouTube channel, which is Shadowband. Um, so you have to really search for me specifically on YouTube because that kind of grappled me a little bit and uh, prevent me from popping up right away or trending or being searched for in hashtags. Um, you have to really type out S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T into the YouTube search bar to find my channel. Um, but you can find the full stream replays on there. Um, is God's herb considered a sinful drug? Um, I don't think necessarily. I don't think anything really is sinful. I think it's the way it affects you and the way you tend to abuse it or worship it. I was a pothead forever, and it led, it just led me to, not forever. I mean, from age 18 until 28, I was just an absolute stoner and pothead, and it destroyed my life. Um, other people can smoke weed perfectly fine and have it not affect them. And it just adds a little bit of extra happiness to their life. And that's it. For me, it was an addiction. It crippled me. It killed my inhibition. It made me lazy. It made me weak. It altered my emotions. It, um, made me hate people that I shouldn't have hate. It, uh, kept me just in general away from overcoming myself and improving my life and seeking within and questioning myself and learning what I was doing wrong. I learned to justify things in my life and it was all because of these temporary highs and the very lows that would occur afterwards. Um, I think that just goes with everything. I think some people, I mean, everything in moderation is kind of the saying. I think some people can handle alcohol and some people can't. I think some people can handle, you know, sex and some people can't. I think some people can handle the pot and the God's herb <laughs> and some people can't it's just as long as it's not destroying you as long as it's not keeping you from truly loving yourself and reflecting on yourself and your actions and seeking to become a better person every day I think to each his own honestly um, in general um, yeah I have movement explore pot smoker you smoking the pot <laughs> <laughs> he been smoking pot uh, <laughs> in general um yeah it's amazing it's amazing uh <laughs> but, oh, yeah it's amazing it's amazing that god is love right love god and love all of god's children and survive this phony virus and plague fears and the fear campaigns being bombarded to us and in our brains from the media and just join me, brothers and sisters, and just loving and trying to seek to truly overcome and release the anger and the fear from your life. And again, I mean, I feel like I'm beating, beating the drum over and over again. It truly starts with repentance. It truly starts with digging deep inside yourself 
learning what you're doing to destroy yourself and what actions and words and thoughts you're committing that are destroying and helping others destroy themselves and leading them down dark paths and into a sinful lifestyle. I think if you truly reflect on what you're doing, the harm you're doing to yourself and others, um, truly within yourself and before the eyes of God, you start to see the path that you need to take. You start to understand the righteous ways. And when you truly start to feel the blessings is when you start to forgive. I think you do need to forgive your parents. Um, I think you need to forgive everyone who's wronged you, truly just forgiving them. You don't need them to apologize. You don't need them to appreciate or love you back. You don't, they could tell you to fuck right on off. Just you truly digging deep and learning how to really forgive people for the harm they've caused you and the harm they've caused others in society, you'll start to be blessed. I mean, the Lord will not forgive you for what you've done to yourself and to others until you learn to forgive others and you learn to forgive yourself. It all starts with forgiveness. It starts with repentance. It truly begins with forgiveness. And again, guys, masks and sanitizer will not save you, but knowing and loving our Lord and Savior will. It truly will. So if you guys, again, if you want to talk about this, chat about this, hit up my DMs anytime. You can write me letters. I have a couple pen pals out there. Again, Jeffrey, thanks. You've been awesome in having really good handwritten notes, old-timey <laughs> handwritten notes and cool artistic sharings um, as a pen pal. Um, D, it doesn't want his name said, but D, I'll just say that. Um, you've been awesome and cool, and I'm hoping and praying for you all the time. I'm glad I can help you in every little way that I can or I have. Um, please continue to write me and respond to my latest letter I just sent out in the mail. And anyone else who wants to make a little handwritten pen pal relationship or send me anything, letters, books, questions, artwork, anything. Um, candles. I'm taking candle donations if you want to send me candles. Um, I'm a candle guy now. Um, <laughs> you can send it to my P.O. Box. That's S-E-A-N-C-O-R-Y. P.O. Box 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee, 37201. And my, again, yeah, catch me on my live stream. Sorry, this has been in and out. I, something's up with my church Wi-Fi, apparently. It uh, keeps cutting in and out on the DLive and on the Instagram. But in the future, when I'm streaming from my house, which has uh, fiber optic cables, what up? <laughs> what up? I got my own shit. I got my own, I got my own 5G fiber optic cable hookup, bro, um, where I don't get grappled. Uh, but in the future, yeah, I catch my live streams, dlive.tv slash Planet. All the replays on bitshoot.com slash Planet and my YouTube channel, which again, you have to search for kind of specifically to find. That's S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T on YouTube and all that stuff. You can find everything. I have links to everything on my website, seanvplanet.com. And you can also listen to my audio-only podcasts by also finding my Sean V. Planet channel on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts. Um, yeah, so make sure to hear all that. Again, I, I interviewed Coddington. It was an amazing interview on my pod, on my podcast. You can listen to the audio-only only version of that. Past podcasts are all funny, and you know everything's going to be interesting going forward. I have some very awesome and interesting guests lined up for my future podcasts and live streams or um, uh, streams in general. And yeah, let's get DLive questions. Sorry, guys. It, it timed you guys all out, so I didn't get to any of them. Um, Joe Gagan says, how dare you? 
Thanks. <laughs> how dare me? Yeah, how dare me? Movement Explorer, thank you. Thank you for being here. John Skadova. Um, yeah, J JLP, Jesse Lee Peterson. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson. He's waking all these young men up. He's rebuilding the family by rebuilding the men. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, check him out. Jesse Lee Peterson. He's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> And John, thanks for being here. Nolan Gnome, thanks for being here. Lefties, thanks for being here. You guys are awesome. Um, I'm assuming it's Connor. Thank you, man. You're awesome. You're so cool. And like generally, like I'm not just saying that you're like cool as fuck. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you putting up with my crazy thoughts and my rantings. And everyone else, thanks for tuning in. Sorry, everyone live, how graveled all this was. But um, if you're watching the replay of this, thank you for tuning in. And again, if you have any questions or if you want to correct me or carry on the conversation, this topic conversation, hit up my DMs on any of my accounts, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook even. I don't really check it a lot, but I can get back to you on that. And the Discord, I have a Discord channel and a Telegram channel and uh, Gab, I'm on Gab.com. So find me anywhere. Everything is at Sean V Planet, Sean V Planet, Sean V Planet. You can find me everywhere. The only thing is I got kicked off Twitter, so you have to find me, like my personal account on Twitter, but I will respond. I will talk to you on there and my DMs are just in through tweets or whatever. And that's S-E-A-N-I-E-C-O-R-Y, Shawnee Corey on Twitter. So um, hit, my, hit up my DMs there. Otherwise, just find me at Sean B. Planet and we can carry on this conversation. So um, again, thanks for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for the love. Um, and again, just um, be a good person, do good things, love and be loved. And every day, just try to keep the faith, stay loyal and be hopeful. No more fear, guys. Let's be hopeful. Let's be optimistic. Let's overcome all these fear campaigns and just love. Learn to be loved and love each other. It's easier said than done, but truly just focus on it. And you'll see vast improvements in yourself and your well-being, your physical health and your mental health. So again, thank you guys. Have a good rest of your weekend. Thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon.